welcome to this week's episode of Brain Fart. This is Maddie, and I am your host for this podcast. And welcome. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new, welcome to the podcast. And if you're returning, thanks for coming back. I just realized, I think I verbatim say that exact beginning every time. And so if someone's binge listening, they just get that every single time. So thanks. <laughs> if not, then just just a normal welcome. Okay, that was a silly start. Let's get into the topic. This week, oh, I just had to take a deep breath. I was very, very quick to speak, getting very excited, and I forgot to breathe. So if you forgot to breathe too, take in a deep breath right now and let it out. Great. If you didn't do that, that was probably weird, but whatever. That's that's how this podcast is starting today. It's been a little kooky. And when I was figuring out what I wanted to do this week as a topic, I couldn't, I wasn't inspired. But then I realized it is my last week of my first term in grad school. I fly back home on Saturday and I'm recording this. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm recording this on a Wednesday. I'm releasing it on a Thursday. You're listening I usually release on a Thursday. I don't know when you're listening. So yes, I'm a little behind, but I have good reason. I promise it's been a little crazy. I, if, if you didn't know from me saying 10 seconds ago, I'm in grad school and I am in London in grad school studying classical acting. And we have just really been banging it out, to be quite honest. We are, we're really going for it. This, this school is no joke. But this week, I am done with my first term. It's a total of four terms, so it's a full year from October to October. So I won't finish till next October. But this marks the end of the first little part and the first two months, two, three months of me living in London and exploring and experiencing new things. So I thought I would talk about that because that is quite the lifestyle change. <clears throat> And yes, things have happened in this time and crazy things, some of them involving health, some of them involving self-realizations and a lot of a lot of thinking about my body most of the time. I'm not sure if you have ever done any sort of acting classes or been in acting training. I'm, I'm sure a good chunk of my listeners have been, but I'm also sure a good chunk haven't. And some of you might not quite know what it entails. I think I've mentioned it before in previous podcasts, but I'll give a little brief rundown again. So we have voice classes and movement body or move oh, body movement classes, <laughs> and then also acting classes. And in this program, it's pretty intense because it's only a year long. Like I'll get my master's in a year's time, but that's really no time when it comes to a full degree. And it is a full degree. It's not a certificate or anything. So we spend a lot of time in class, in school, sometimes 10 to 9, 9 to 9, 12 hours a day, in class after class after class. And it's a lot to handle and a lot to think about, but it's awesome. And the thing is, when you're working with your voice and your body, they're really trying to take away all of these habits you've accumulated for the past, for, in my case, 22 years. And that includes all of the baggage that your body has gone through. And with my body, it's gone through quite, quite a lot of baggage. 
And that is becoming evident. Evident? I wanted to say precedent, and I knew that wasn't the right word. So I threw an evident, and I think that was the correct word. So, yes. So it's become pretty evident that there's a lot of things to work on and a lot of tensions that you hold and the habits you have with talking and with moving and with sitting and with existing are pretty intense. And so in those classes, we try to break them down. And I've real, if anything, this semester, (laughs) I have been more aware of my body than I ever have been. And that's coming from a person who has a lot of chronic and invisible illnesses and has to be pretty in tune with her body. I'm sure if you are dealing with several illnesses, you, you know, you have to know your body. You have to know, okay, is this pain something different? Is this my losing my eyesight or my feeling in my hands and is that normal is that not normal does that come with certain medications does that come with certain times of the month or certain weathers like you just learn a lot about your body when you have to acknowledge your body with pain or anything along those lines I'm sure other people have to acknowledge their body for other reasons but especially in this program I have had to notice so many things and it's gotten to the point where I feel like I am not in my right body. (laughs) Everything feels wrong. The way I sit, the way I look, the way I move just doesn't quite feel right. And it's because I'm taking away all of those tensions and really trying to get back to the basic core. And I, we talk through this, it's a, shoot, I don't know. I can't remember the name of it, but it is in conscious, unconsciously incapable to unconsciously capable to conscience, consciously capable to unconsciously capable. It's kind of this work through system that your body goes through. And I guess I'm in the state where I am maybe a little bit consciously incapable to consciously capable. So I'm very much aware of what's going on. So I'm not just kind of freely walking through the world unconsciously not or not knowing what's going on with my body. I'm conscious of it. I just am not quite to the capable yet. And I'm hoping as I progress in life, I will become unconsciously capable. So I won't even have to think about it. It will just be the norm. And that is what they talk about getting us to or getting us close to in this next year. And I currently feel like I am very much in the consciously uncapable stage. So I am very aware and I'm very wrong (laughs) in what I am doing. And I am just trying to work and fix and figure it out. And obviously, it's going to take time. I'm not going to completely rewire my body in two months, especially a body that has gone through so much poop in its life. And also a lot of just literal poop in, in my life. Um, So it is a little difficult and it's a little kooky and it has made me think a lot. And oh my gosh, have I gone through all of the emotions in the book? You have to in class. And I'm not going to lie. There's some wacky things. We do some funny, silly, very quote unquote acting school exercises where you're pretending to be an animal or a dancing bear and you feel very silly at first, but luckily I'm with a group of people who just throw themselves into it. So you're able to throw yourself into it. And honestly, there's reasons we do it. It's helpful in certain ways. It might look like complete wackadoo from the outsider, but it does help with acting. And I can tell the difference in my acting from my first Shakespeare scene to 
the Shakespeare show we're doing now. So that's kind of what we've been doing lately. We finished classes last week, and then this past week we have just been running our show. And granted, this is like a mashup of Henry VI and Richard III. I don't know if you guys know Shakespeare, but you're about to get like a teeny little glimpse into it. And so it's those two mashed up into a production called The Margaret of Anjou. So The Margaret of Anjou, or The Margaret of Anjou, Margaret of Anjou is a character in history and a character in Shakespeare's history plays. And so it, she spans several plays. And so this is just kind of an arc of her and her scenes because she's a very prominent figure in those plays but doesn't have her own play so this is her own play and that's what we're doing and so this past week we have just been in full rehearsals and we've been doing the show over and over again and it's definitely been a learning experience seeing as we got the script or we got our roles maybe three weeks ago, three and a half weeks ago. And it is, it's a full Shakespearean production. It's, I think it runs about two hours, 40 minutes. So there's really no skimping on <laughs> the work and the dialogue. And for me, I'm, I'm actually playing Henry VI for the first part. So we split up the roles because there's a couple of us and every, they wanted everyone to get meaty roles. It wasn't audition based. They just assigned it because it's more of a workshop for us. And so that's who I'm playing. And boy, you you just go through all the emotions in the book. And I can tell my difference in acting already from now now than when I was acting in my little Shakespeare scene that we did at the beginning of the year. And doing this, of course, this semester has made me learn a lot. I've done, I moved away again from home and then from kind of my second home to another place that was completely foreign to me. And I've had to adapt for my health and had to figure things out and figure out how it works for me, especially with such a busy schedule. And that is something that has taken time and taken some finesse. And I still think I'm figuring it out with my health. And I think I'm now to the point, hopefully, where I don't feel as bad for not going out or for having to miss a class because I know I need to take care of myself. And that guilt used to weigh on me a lot and still weighs on me some, but not as intensely because I don't want to miss class. I want to be there. And I think uh, it was yesterday's run or two days ago. I think it was two days ago. We did a run of the show and I'm only in the first act. And I had a really bad headache because one of the crowns I was using was really tight and it was squeezing my head. And at first I thought it would be okay, but I realized it wasn't. And, and you, if you guys have been listening, you know how finicky my brain thing is. And if if it gets the, the slightest whisper of something going on, it comes out to play. And so that's what kind of happened. The squeezing of the crown was giving me a bad headache, which of course triggers anxiety and all of these things because my body doesn't know how to cope with anything. And it just kind of, I started spiraling and I was, we were sitting at interval waiting to begin the second act. And one of my friends, another actress in the show, she was telling me, just go home, just take care of yourself. And that kind of guilt was coming back up again, thinking, no, I have to stay here. I have to stick it out. Even though all I was doing was sitting there. I wasn't, I really wasn't doing anything, just sitting there supporting my friends. And as much as I wanted to be doing that, she finally convinced me that I needed to go home and I needed to take the night off for myself to rest and recover so I could finish the week. I mean, this week alone, we ran it one, two, three, four, five. I think we'll have done the show six times, seven times by the end of this week. 
and it's a it's a heavy show it's an intense show it's the histories and a lot of the historical plays include a lot of death and a lot of mayhem and honestly people were crazy back then i'm not even kidding when i do these plays i'm like oh this is a work of fiction and then i realize no this is based off of real people who were murdering their siblings and marrying their nieces to try to get ahead and try to get the crown and it's whoa it's insane so a lot of death a lot of beheaded people a lot of drama and I mean that's what makes them so interesting but when you really step back and think oh this is actually history you realize how crazy it is so if you're ever interested in that look up the monarchy and what the 1400s and the 1500s that era um and you will get quite quite the story because it is wild but so it's a wild show and it's intense and it takes a lot out of all of us of course because we're sobbing about our family members dying and murdering and oh all this stuff we had to do it at 9 a.m today so imagine imagine that i mean it's never never too early for fake killing am i right am i right but yeah so that night i really realized i need to take care of myself because i need to be able to do this show and channel channel this character whatever you want to call it and so I did I went home and part of me that night felt a little guilty and then part of me realized why are you feeling guilty you are doing nothing in that act you're not missing anything people will fill you in if he has any notes my our director has any notes in the end and it'll all be okay and that is something that I've had to work with a lot this semester I mean I talked about it a couple episodes a couple episodes ago um when I had I think it was I don't know if it was the slight, slight bout of meningitis or whatever it was. Nobody, not even the doctors could quite come to a conclusion, but viral meningitis was thrown out there. I talked about it a couple, a couple episodes ago, if you want to, if you want to go catch up on that. And I was in the hospital for a hot second and I missed classes and I came back and I felt behind, but I realized I have to take care of myself. And this really is not a sprint. And if it's something I want to be doing for the rest of my life, I have to take care of myself now because I'm not even going to get to that point if I don't take care of myself now. And so a lot of this semester was realizing that and thinking, okay, I'm not going to go out. I'm going to go home and take a bath because my body hurts. And I luckily have very incredible people around me who know that and who are watching out for me. And after the little incident with the crown, I mean, all of them have been I mean, the people who know about it have been coming up to me after my run or after I do something and they check in. They just say, hey, how's your head? How you feeling? Did that feel good? Just to make sure we're good and we're on the same page. And I mean, they've even learned to kind of read my body language so they can look at me and know, oh, something's a little off, which how... How incredible to be around people who do that. And I mean, I think I do it as well. You look at people and you have to learn and think about them because you're spending all of your time with them. And that's kind of what acting is, is reading people's body language and reading people so you can portray people. It's very, very beautiful. I'm, wow, I'm on quite the soapbox talking about acting right now because I'm an actor. But I don't know. I guess it's really been a term for growth. And I feel, I feel like I've been here for years and I feel like I've also been here for 10 seconds. And I'm sure everybody has felt that before for most things it just is the way things are but I do feel like I have learned more in these two months than maybe the past 
four years. And that's not saying anything against the program I was in or the life I was living before. It's just this is very intense and has thrown me in. And maybe I have finally come to a point in my illnesses that I'm able to access more parts of myself again instead of shutting things off. And I'm really excited for that. And I think it's going to get better from here. I do have to say I started a new sort of treatment thing here in London. I found a guy who does this thing. I don't want to talk about it yet. You guys know this. I don't <laughs> I don't want to try something once and then be like, oh my gosh, this is it. I want to give it a couple more tries before I kind of tell you about it. And this one's a little a little weird again. I I'm sure you know if you've been through a lot of health things you sometimes go different routes and try new things to figure it out and figure out your life because sometimes medicine and surgeries and things aren't helping and aren't working for you and I know they weren't working for me and so I had to look for other things to do. This one is a little bit physical again like a little bit to do with my physical body so I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes so far I've seen some changes and it's really really exciting so I'll continue that after I continue it a little bit more. I want a couple more sessions under my belt before I kind of tell you guys about it. I don't know if you're interested in that. If you are, please reach out and let me know. If not, I don't know, too bad. I'll probably still do an episode on it, but you can skip it if you want. And I think, yeah, I know I'm being all weird and secretive with it, but I don't know. I, I don't want to... S- I don't want to try something once then not recommend it or I don't I don't even know if you guys <laughs> listen to my recommendations. I could be speaking into the void right now and I wouldn't know. But end of that I will tell you when I have figured more out about it. And so that's that. And I think I think that's about it. I'm excited to go home. I'm excited to see my family. I'm excited to see my kitties and hang with my parents and have Christmas there. I'm sure I'll miss my friends. I'll miss Martin, of course, but I'll come back to London before New Year's and Martin will join me, so he'll be with me then. And that'll be really nice. Yeah, it's interesting because my worlds feel very separate right now, very different. So I have my world and life in Lambda, in London, at Lambda, and I have my world in the States. But also I think I have my life in Las Vegas and I had my life in New Jersey. Everything feels very specific and spread out right now. And I'm hoping to bridge those gaps a little bit sooner. I think every time Martin or friends visit me in Las Vegas, that bridges a gap from New Jersey to Vegas. And then I think when Martin and some more friends will come visit me in London or when my parents come to London, that'll bridge that gap a little. Because I just want everyone to meet. I really like the people in my life right now and I feel really lucky to have them and I cherish them as friends. And I just want those bridges to gap. So I, I'm excited for that, but I'm also excited to <laughs> get some sleep because it has been a little crazy. Doing, doing a his, history three-hour-long Shakespeare show at 9 a.m. start time, 9 a.m. is, is heavy. <laughs> but one more of those, one more day, and then Friday we have a little bit of a winter concert to just round out the year, and then I fly home Saturday on an 11-hour flight. Maybe I'll do... If you guys are interested, let me know in 
what I do for a long haul flight. I haven't taken a really long haul flight in a while and I am about to do a couple. So maybe I'll think about it and figure out what works best for me on those flights. And I can let you guys know, maybe I should do an episode on that. I know I've done an episode on flying before, but I don't think it's ever for that long. And I mean, I don't, you guys know me. I, I broke my coccyx, all this stuff. It's, it gets really hard to sit for that long and pressure can sometimes affect the pressure in my brain. And it just hurts sometimes to be sitting that long. So maybe I'll try some new things and tactics and see if something works. If that interests you, please reach out. I'll do all my little plugs here. Uh, you can reach me at brainfartpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're on social media, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at brainfartpodcast. Feel free to message, direct message, send an email. I love hearing from you guys. I love reaching out. It's great. And we're entering the holiday season and it's really exciting. And maybe, <laughs> this is going to sound so funny. Maybe for, uh, maybe for whatever holiday you celebrate, you can gift to your loved ones a new, a new funny podcast for them to catch up on. Um, but in reality, if you if you want to share the podcast, that would mean a whole lot to me. But if not, that's okay. If you just want to listen, no problem. I thank you for listening, and that means more to me than you promoting me. <laughs> your your listenership is all I really need because we've built a little a little teeny community, but it's beautiful and that's all I care about. So I hope you guys had and have a good week. I hope you get to wherever you want to get to for the holidays, whether that just be your couch, that's enough, and you spend it with people you love or appreciate or want to be around, and even if that's just yourself, that's that's okay too. And I will talk to you next week. Have a good whatever time it is, wherever you are. Bye.